Well, um, today is our normal meeting day, and a couple of our guys are off in a Bitcoin conference in Nashville, which uh, we're a little jealous. And so where uh, Patrick and I decided to sit down and just chat instead, um, and we were just, uh, just before we hit the record button, we were um, saying maybe we had a little bit of FOMO. Um, you were saying you may be a little jealous, and then I was about to say... Yeah, I was about to say, um, I go back and forth because uh, our meetings are a lot more intimate. Like we can actually have conversations, get to know each other. And uh, I think a lot of the um, the bigger events it would be harder. You'd probably shake some hands. And then I don't know if I want to sit through a bunch of the uh, the sessions that they do or not. I mean, I think there'd be some value in it. But for the expense, I think that, uh, for me, I would just like to socialize more than anything. So I almost think we should just throw one big freebie up here even and be like, okay, if you want to camp, we've got camping. If you want to yeah, stay no, that, yeah, that would be awesome. And then we just, we really just cool. like, you know, play games, you know, drink a couple beers, just whatever and people want to do. I know you don't bars. drink, but yeah. Yeah. That would, that would be a hoot. I think so. Because, uh, I, I dislike, and I get that, you know, these things have to be monetized even to cover expenses. But I think that a lot of these things end up as uh, for-profit things where um, they are, uh, you know, it's, it kind of defies what Bitcoin stands for, which is, especially at this stage of the game, when we're just trying to spread the love and trying to get the word out about it, you know, and grow the network. So I struggle, but I still get FOMO. So, I mean, uh, the people they were talking to, I was like, ah, damn it. I want to go talk to that guy and shake his hand. But you, know, you, you, you need to be able to monetize it to a certain extent if you want mm -hmm. it to be something that, you know, continues on and, and, and grows and becomes a thing, right? Like the yeah. Reading Bitcoin Center, if, if, if the Reading Bitcoin Center isn't able to generate right. any revenue at all, then it, it's going to cease to exist at some point, right? That's so a good there, point. There's a balance, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and, and the conference, I love going to, to conferences and, and hanging yeah. out. We're talking with people um that that's kind of the big thing for me yeah um, but it's kind of like going to las vegas right i really love it after two or three days i am ready Burnt to go up. home and i'm mm -hmm. i'm good for a while you yeah know? yeah for sure um did you want to give a little background of your uh uh like professional story and what you do maybe for a living and um maybe um your little bitcoin journey i know i've heard it but bitcoin for people that journey, haven't yeah, it, it, not much of a journey you know um so it, and and my um my love of conferences my my work and and bitcoin story all kind of uh blend in together yeah right? intermingle so, uh, in it i uh go to uh, it related conferences and there's this one speaker uh charlie g and you know, I, I see him regularly, like every year at this conference that I go to down in, in Southern California and, you know, 2016, 2017, 2018. And every year he does this water cooler talk where he just, you know, hey, we're going to just pretend like we're standing around a water cooler and talk about current events and this and that and what's new in technology and stuff. And every year he was bringing up Bitcoin and blockchain, you know, and it's like, 
hey, the price has gone from, from pennies to dollars. You know, what do you guys think kind of thing? And then the next year is like, hey, it's gone from $10 to $1,000. What do you guys think? You know, and it just kept going and going. And, you know, that kind of planted the seed in the back yeah. of my mind. Like, I should look into this thing. Um, but, you know, life, work, all of that sort of stuff, never really had the time uh, and energy to devote to it, uh, right. that it that it required to get over the initial uh, the initial hump and, you know, really start digging into it. Yeah. Um, and, and then we moved up to uh, Reading area and I was looking for stuff to do uh, and went on to meet up and, and got connected with the Reading Bitcoin group, you know, and uh, met Jed and, and all of you guys. Mm -hmm. and, and so that, that that's really where it, it kind of started. So it was kind of nice. simmering in the background. <laughs> You know, and I figured, yeah, I'll go check out this Bitcoin thing and, and, and <laughs> see what that's all about. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really good. Sweet. Yeah, I um I can kind of identify with uh traveling not as much for conferences, but I did a lot of uh outside sales. Uh -huh. And so um quite a few of the companies that I worked for did the trade show circuits. So um mm -hmm. It, you know, same thing with, you know, Vegas and it, pretty much any of the major s cities I would uh, go to for a week or so, depending on if I was part of setting up the booth or not, or what the story was, because some of the companies I worked for had permanent booths in some of these showrooms. It was all wholesale stuff. But um, anyway, um, I'm with you on that one, too, because you start off with all this exuberance the first few days, and I was you know, a bit of a party animal too. So we'd hoot it up the first little while. And then, you know, towards the end, you're hungover and you're like, I don't think I want to go out tonight with, you know, cause you'd be going out with clients and mm. other people you'd met during the show circuit and everything else. And Vegas was similar, but um, <clears throat> yeah. So I'd, I've, I wouldn't burn out on Vegas as much um, when I was younger. I'm gone in uh, a year or so maybe, but uh I feel your pain with the whole Vegas thing. Um, yeah, that's cool. I'm I'm super stoked about uh, relationships within the Bitcoin community. And I'm super stoked that, you know, for the group of people we have, you were talking about our center, the Reading Bitcoin Center and stuff. And I'm like, I'm so excited to know all of you guys and that, you know, we can come. I mean, we meet every week, which sounds like more than a lot of the other uh, Bitcoin meetups do, but it's pretty cool because, uh it feels like you're an island sometimes when, especially when stuff's going on like right now, which I think we should talk about for a bit too, which is the, you know, the, the uh, economic picture, maybe macro, even like the world, but um, <laughs> we can go, Hey, uh, we're still good, right? This is still the best option out there when all shit hits the fan, which giant chunks are starting to actually make contact with the blades, I think right now. But anyway, so it's, it's awesome because you're just as important as Michael Saylor and, you know, I'm just as important as the next guy because it's this, it's one of the beauties about it. We're all the same. We're all in the same playing field versus the current system where there's a hierarchy and there's a pyramid and there is a centralized head that gets to dictate everything. And then, you know, we all end up as the peons and, and in the Bitcoin network, the power is truly back with the people. And I love that. And I, and, you know, I run a node and get to verify transactions and get to verify blocks and, I just feel like that's the that's one of the best parts about Bitcoin and and that it actually has rules 
and something that that's going crazy um, in the other system right now and socially is a total lack of uh, rules and responsibility and accountability and um, we're redefining facts. We're redefining fact. The word fact has been redefined. The word recession has been redefined. The word man and the word woman and the word like there's just so many words that uh, we're we're trying to change facts. We can't do that. This is not going to end well. Like there's principles. When you throw a brick up in the air, it's you know you better watch out because it might come down and smash you in the head. So what are you thinking uh, economically right now? Well, you know, it's it's more than just economically. It, it's agreed. And this this is what was kind of cool when I when I started digging into Bitcoin. I was I was coming in and I was thinking I was going to learn a whole lot about blockchain and and altcoins and you know number go up and and all of that sort of stuff. And and where it's taken me is learning about. The, the role of government in in money what is real money the history of money you know all of those sorts of things which are very un i mean they're, they're related but it's certainly not where i expected to be you know right um, and then it it really gave me a, a new set of glasses to yep. look at the world with and and you know i i get news stories now about some of the crazy stuff that's going on in China, right? China still has that zero COVID policy, if, I, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, right? So like they lock people in their houses and like, no, you you cannot leave. We're gonna, you know, put plywood over your windows and, and stuff, you know? Uh, no, you can't have your money out of the bank. Uh, and then the, the truckers up in Canada, right? Yeah. <clears throat> How crazy mm -hmm. is that stuff, right? Yeah, insane. We, want to support these these guys right so you you give a little bit of money and the go fund me and then all of a sudden your bank account is frozen yeah so that's really the the angle that i've been uh the the tangent that i've been off on yeah more than anything for sure uh, yeah so it yeah crazy stuff you know and it's the, the they're they're not going to uh i, re I retweeted uh, something from Marty Bent, uh, and, and I don't know if I'd be able to find Uncle it. Marty. Yeah, Uncle Marty. And, mm -hmm. uh, and, and and basically, it's like, you know, government and big corporations are not going to give up the power that they have. It, right. It's a 0% chance of, of yes. that happening. Yeah, their number so, one job is to legitimize themselves. It's not in the best interest of the people. And in actuality, when you dig deep enough and find the actual facts government really works for money and money really controls the world and the centralized parts of that uh really are our central bank here in the united states which is probably the most powerful entity in the world despite what you hear the media tell you and unfortunately our system has been corrupted by that and that greed and that centralized power and lust for power and control and it's it's trending us more towards feudalism, you know, where we're actually victims. We're, we're not uh, free. Like people say, oh, I was born here and this is great. And that's all true. However, where could we be as a world, not just the United States, but where could we be as humanity if this power structure, which doesn't have the, the best interest of humanity at heart, it really has the things I just mentioned, the control and the greed and the lust for power and all of that is primarily what is motivating it. And what if instead we had a system where 
which capitalism probably could work well on the rails of a sound money like Bitcoin, where there are, you know, facts and truth and accountability and responsibility and, and things like this built in, you know, and the incentives were such a way that it wanted humanity, uh, the best, the best for humanity as the central goal, instead of I want to make money and I don't care whose face I step on, whose hands I step on. And so it's really just led us to a place where this cannot last forever. And we're really, we're at a, um, a critical point in history where if people don't rise up and say, no, we're going to end up a serfdom. We're going to end up as slaves. We're going to end up as, um, just basically being owned by, you know, that higher power that I described the centralized banking system ultimately. So. Well, you know, it, it, it seems like it, in America, we're mostly frogs in the water, right? And and they've been turning the heat up slowly for a really long right. time. Um, I, I think they turned the heat up a little bit too much yep. <laughs> over the last couple of years, you know, yep. and, and people are starting to wake up. But I, I just don't know that it's enough to to get people out of their their tunnel vision their yeah you know, my life i you know wake up go to work come home quit, you know all of the stuff that that folks are taking care of what you what you'll notice is that the the adoption of bitcoin is picking up the the most quickly in in the countries that are affected by the united states but don't don't have the same protection and right. um, isolation that that we have right so we sure we're, we're a bit removed from from the effects at the moment you know but look at central america and africa and 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 asia and and it's becoming a is because they see the light they you know right. they they have seen what happened uh, you know when you when you have hyperinflation right yep. it's like oh, i've got cash i better spend this because tomorrow it's not going to be worth anything yeah yeah, it, it's crazy. Um, I see a lot of uh, even economists and people that are paying attention to what's going on with the current financial system, and they're able to, you know, say, oh, shit, we're heading for hard times, but they have no solutions, you know, or their solutions lie in a political party, or they lie in something we've tried, or, oh, the Federal Reserve needs to save us, or, blah 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 but they don't realize that we really need or you know the central bank digital currencies which are scarier than ever they don't realize we need to probably try a different system you know one that has truth one that has rules that everybody can uphold because there's no way there's no way for a middleman or a centralized party to dictate all of this stuff and um we well, they're, can, gonna, they're gonna try oh you you <laughs> bet your ass they're gonna try but yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, we're, we're going to get attacked and it's, it's, it might get ugly. That's why I hope there's places if, if things get as insane as they did in Canada and do that over a prolonged period, because like you said, uh, the analogy of the frogs being slowly boiled, it's, it, you're absolutely correct. Like they're delusional enough to real, to think that they don't know what the U S dollar is. They don't realize it's not even ours. It's not, you know, the Federal Reserve is not federal. There's no elected officials there just because the president gets to draw a name out of a hat out of all the guys that they've already designated. Like, oh, we'd take Joe or Jim or Harry or Jerry or <laughs> Uncle Jerome in this case. Uh, he gets to choose that name. That's not, you know, and, and Trump's the one who picked that name and Biden's the only decision he ever 
you know, he picked the same guy again. It's like, oh, really? You guys, if you talk politics, that that shouldn't be, you know. But uh, so they don't have a reserve either. There's no gold. The Federal Reserve readily admits it owns no gold. So that's just insane. So uh, but it's, but the it's answer been, is not trying the, going around the mountain again. Go ahead. Right. It, it's been that way for a long time. Right. It's been mm -hmm. that way for yep. most of everyone's life at mm -hmm. this point. And, and so folks don't, you know, like like grand grandparents um, and, and great grandparents, if you can remember back that far, you know, yep. I mean, a dollar was a dollar and it was going to be a dollar tomorrow. Right. Yep. I remember, you know, my mom was always oh my gosh, things are so expensive. And I'm like, and I remember thinking, well, you know, it's $10 for a t-shirt, mom. That's not too bad. But, you know, now I, it, it's years down the road and I'm thinking $20 for a t-shirt? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? But it's just, it's just the way it is. We're, we're just accustomed to, oh, well, yeah, prices go up. Never really thinking about why are, are things so much more expensive, right? We have... We have more technology, better transportation, all of, you know, automation and all of the things that are supposed to be making things cheaper and less expensive, easier to produce. And yet the prices are going up. It's right. Something's not right here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That goes to um, the Cantillon effect or the Cantillon effect, however it's pronounced, where those closest to the printer benefit from it. And that goes to what you were saying earlier about the countries that are uh, higher on the percentage of adoption of Bitcoin rate, which is the farther away from that you are, the more motivated that you are to reach out. I mean, what do you have to lose anyway? I mean, you're not, you're getting screwed every time that printer is humming because you're not part of the, you know, make it rain crowd. And so you're just getting devalued. So if you're trying to exchange for flour and oil and goods and services or whatever you're buying, with US dollars and you've got X amount, the purchasing power on those diminishes greatly. And that goes back to what you said when grandpa would tell stories about, you know, buying a 10 cent Coke and a 25 cent burger. The reason that that's happening is because the, the money supply is just getting out of hand. It's getting insane. And it sounds like the current debt spiral we're in, the only way we can get out of it is to print more money. The only way that they, being the central bank and, and the government powers that be, because they're in collusion with one another, uh, will choose to get out of it because all they want to do is try like hell to kick the can down the road, try like hell to postpone this problem, which is going to be an inevitable unraveling of this whole fiscal system. Um, and, and the number one way that uh, you know, they can do that is to just hit print. Unfortunately, that next print is going to be massive, you know, so we're going to devalue tons of other countries even more. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you hear like macro on a big picture, like Germany, Japan, there's countries that are right on the doorstep of bust. And we, yeah, we have to out. step in, you know, we're going to have to step in. And the only way we can step in is to hit the print button again, you know? So, I mean, we're, there's so many bubbles that are close to popping right now. Something's going to break. Well, they're, they're between a rock and a hard place, right. right? Because you have the inflation going on. They need to raise interest rates and cool things off, which is going to destroy an yep. already, right. an economy that's already in recession. Mm -hmm. right? And so then it's going to kill everything and everything's right. going to tank. And then they're going to turn the printers back on and, mm -hmm. 
you know, it, it's just those cycles again and again. But, you know, thank goodness that we have the WEF because they're going to come out with a global <laughs> currency. <that laughs> Save our ass. All of these problems. Oh, man. Right? That's, that's Yeah, and the IMF. Man, we've got some great, we've got uh, banks out there that are going to save our ass. Yeah. Woohoo. And CBDCs. <laughs> Woohoo. Hey, yeah. We're good. Yeah. yeah. That's scary stuff, man. Scary no, stuff. It, it really is. And uh, I mean, that's one of the things that I like about the uh, intelligent Bitcoin community, the early adopters, is uh, they've been saying this for years and it's playing out like a train wreck in slow motion where. Uh, it's like, okay, so the Federal Reserve can do this or they can do this. And basically, like you said, it's like, okay, uh, if we hit print, we're going to create inflation like crazy. And then, oh no, we've got to, they don't really, you know, they have four things or two things they can really do, even though a lot of the time it's, it's made to appear or made, you know, that they have this whole arsenal of tools. Like right now, I think that them speaking is probably their, their greatest weapon. But in actuality, you know, they can print and they can dick with rates. And it's like, so they've screwed with rates. So they're keeping these zombie companies alive by giving basically access to zero money. These companies would be insolvent. They've been um, basically the only ones buying certain things like treasuries. They've been buying all sorts of crap that nobody else was in, would buy because they're smart, because it's, it's a road to nowhere. But it's, it's the whole scenario of the snake eating its tail. This is like, hey, guys, this can't last forever like this. This is not like accounting is accounting for a reason because you need to be accountable because you can't operate a business like this. And, and you know, listen to guys like Foss. They say, hey, uh, the U.S. government is insolvent. You know, like we're effed. Like we can't <laughs> – it's, it, it's insane. Anyway, like taxes aren't even what – they, I forgot what the number that was brought in with taxes, but when markets tank, you're not going to get all the tax revenue you were even because you're not going to get all these capital gains taxes and you're not going to get all these other things. And we're not going to even be able to pay our 30, whatever trillion dollar debt down. We're not going to pay the interest on it. And go ahead. Modern monetary theory comes in, right? right? It, it, you know, all of that is irrelevant because you could just print all the money you want. Everything will be good. Right. Yeah, but it, it's all coming to a uh, head, I think. And it's all, this cannot last. And I, I my theory is, uh, you know, countries like Russia and, you know, them, even the invasion of in into uh, um, Ukraine, it, it never made sense to me. But I'm almost thinking it's more of a, a macro political slash uh, uh, attack at the u.s more than anything play where you know they're realizing that the u.s has had that dominant squeeze on the that chokehold on the whole world reserve currency and they're going hey this isn't cool like we need to do something about I, i'm not saying i agree with it i think war itself is just insane i think war is is literally stupid um yeah i get it we need to defend our borders and everything else but that's different different than going in and attacking a country for no reason or uh, uh, going to war for, uh, you know, and telling your people propaganda, which all countries seem to be responsible for. And, and I mean, the U.S. does the same thing. I mean, I, the last few wars that the U.S. has been in, 
have never made sense to me. You know, it's like, oh, well, it's about this. It's about that. Oh, it's about the people. And it's like, you don't, it's not about humanitarian causes or you would have been in country, poor countries that were slaughtering each other and trying to go in there and be a peacemaker. So don't give me that bullshit that you're the, the sheriff of the world trying to go do good and do this all in the, you know, with humanitarian aid as your big calling because that's a bunch of bullshit you know it's it's about oil it's about power it's about money it's about greed it's not about humanity whatsoever you know are, are you are you saying that there may have been selfish uh, motives behind the actions of these guys? yeah it's <laughs> it's ludicrous um so maybe we can speculate a little bit on um i don't know what is it september October, November, December, like this year, I mean, uh, you hear about, you know, uh, crazy stuff going on in Japan, um, their central bank buying, I, I don't know, I heard different figures, but a, a substantial amount of their market and them even pegging rates and, you know, buying their own whatever basically funding their own government blah -de blah you got europe with their heating issues we've got our own issues here in the united states we've got uh, a whole laundry list of countries whose currencies are just tanking we've got all sorts of macro issues like on a global scale that <laughs> really two or three of them could just be a world of disaster what are your thoughts like going on the rest of the year is, is something going to break what's going to happen Oh, it, yeah, something's definitely going to break, you know, but you're talking about all these lists of, of issues and problems and wars and all of that sort of stuff. And really, you can bring it all right back to money, right? Yep. Um, that's how they pay for all of these things is by printing sure. money and in, yep. in, inflating things and debasing all of that sort of stuff. And it's been throughout history, right? The king needs to go to war with, you know, France. And so... right. It's the same. It's the same garbage again and again. Yeah, right? for sure. I think. Um, I mean, ultimately, that's probably why Russia invaded Ukraine because they're just so resource rich, and uh, it's that's probably the number one um, reason. But you the, know, the, yeah, Putin's looking to get back to the glory days. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, no the, the territorial yeah. thing and a and an ego thing and a, yeah. Um, but anyway, I uh, I digress. Uh, I interrupted you. Did. Did you want to go ahead and uh, finish your thought there? I... Well, yeah, yeah. So you know, they, they've been farting around with the the whole modern monetary theory thing. Yeah. All the money you want, and and people are on the verge. And I don't think it's going to take a whole lot to to push things over the edge. You know, right? Um, I, I don't I don't have a crystal ball, obviously, yeah. but it, it sure feels like things it feels like things are a little different this time you know it does I, doesn't it we've been through a few recessions and oh okay it's a recession things are gonna get tight yeah. you know yeah not not spend quite so much money carelessly and whatnot and i don't know yeah. if it's maybe because I, I have more information coming into me or because i've been researching these things or if it really is incredibly different this time and and we really are on the verge but uh, i don't yeah. think it's gonna take a whole lot to it's going to be a, a bunch of dominoes that, that start to fall. Yeah. I um, was thinking 14 different things while you were talking, but um, 
<laughs> one you said verge which reminded me it's merge day uh <laughs> it is yeah yeah that that's crazy um so i was thinking of other fiat got it yeah yeah other stuff going on which was uh mortgage rates popped over six percent today i think they may have even touched like 6.25 for mortgages um yeah, they're meeting next week aren't they they're they're uh, oh yeah yeah they're gonna definitely pop base. Uh, pop Another, those rates, uh, which yeah. are, you know, which inevitably roll out to the mortgage industry. So we may have a, you know, a housing bubble. Who knows? It depends on, because I mean, we haven't seen giant increases in a lot of uh, salaries or anything. We keep hearing about all the jobs that are out there, but, you know, I think that those jobs aren't like um, $100,000 a year jobs. I think those are burger flipping jobs and server jobs and, you know, those type of things, which there's probably a plethora of because people are like, no, I'm tired of being your slave. Get someone else to do it because I can't even, you know, it would take two of us to earn that kind of uh, income to just pay the bills, let alone try to raise a family and take a vacation. So I think people are getting sick and tired of the, of the system the way it is. I think a lot of the, the, uh, well, not the PPP money, because it's a whole other ball of wax, but uh, a lot of the stimulus money that was going out is definitely dried up. And I think people are starting to realize, oh, shit, what's coming down the pipeline, you know? Yeah, folks are, folks are feeling that, you know, I, I, I'm lucky to, to be at the stage of life where I'm at. Yeah. Where I, I don't feel it quite so much. It, mm -hmm. it just would have been you know, 15, 20 years ago, I'd be in that same boat, like really starting to get a little bit worried. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's, um, I think a lot of people do live paycheck to paycheck. You know, I don't know, um, what percentage of America does it, but I wouldn't be surprised if it is, you know, 30 to 40% of people that are in that category. I'm just guessing, but, um, it's and, and most folks don't have any savings at all. Right, 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 right. right. Fact, negative savings because they're mm -hmm. running up on credit cards, right? And it, yeah. it, again, this whole time, the idea of time preference and, and the shift in time preference from my grandparents' time mm -hmm. to now, it, it, it's all related, right? For sure. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Yep. And um, with um, the inflation that we've seen, uh, I was looking at um, the numbers and it's, it's quite startling because uh, oftentimes you'll, you know, last month it was like, oh, hey, guess what, guys? We actually didn't increase. The inflation didn't increase. And it was like, well, yeah, month over month, you're, you're wording it in a way to, to really try to make it not seem as, as critical as it is. It only with, increased 10% this month, hey, right? the same as last month. Yeah. <laughs> that, <that's laughs> sort of when you have folks in the situations like we just described, it's it's kind of code red, you know? So I don't know what the plan is going to be when people start um, <laughs> starving or, you know, not being able to make their mortgage payment or their rent payment. But traditionally what we've seen is uh, we'll print money and throw it at them, you know? Well, absolutely. Uh, There'll be a, which, the, the, what, the basic income yeah, money. Yep. I don't remember what they call that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. Right. Well, that's basically what, what's been done because you're basically just getting money for nothing. Um, but this, this is all, 
like you said, this is dated back a long ways. And when I was really paying attention, when I pulled my head out of my ass from, you know, the wild, sowing my wild oats as, as youth and started really paying attention, this shit's been going on for a long time. I mean, you can look at the tarp from the 08 uh, years uh, where that was billions of dollars that they were printing and giving away. Um, if people, the people that were paying attention and what we don't hear uh, now, I haven't really heard anyone say is, and I've pointed it out. I even posted it on social media. I went and looked back. Uh, before COVID, the there's a number one uh, indicator or flag. It's not, um, there's not like a, a playbook for this, but the number one indicator of an upcoming recession is a yield curve inversion. We yeah. had a yield curve inversion before COVID, several months before COVID. We had a yield curve inversion. And what COVID did was it created an excuse for the printer to just go on parabolic and just go nutso. And it kicked the can down the road farther, you know. Mm -hmm. But each time we take these crazy print debt spiral loops around Mount Insanity, it 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 gets crazier and crazier and crazier. So the print gets bigger and the time span in between these events gets smaller. So I don't think we have 10 more years till we got to hit that print button again, because there's going to be ginormous chunks oh, of it, shit it, hitting the fan, you know, 10 years. Right. And, and yeah. like you said, we keep kicking the can down the road. The piper has yep. never been paid. Right. Okay? Yep. And the, the, the bill is going to come due at, at some point. And, and you, you yep. just keep adding to that pile when it finally right. bursts, it's, it's going to get, you know, worse and worse if yep. you don't deal with it. Well, I really hope that, I mean, I'm glad all the countries in the world are um, not just on friendly terms because uh, we, as, you know, first world countries are getting so insane. We might end up becoming the actual bad guys where uh, we're more, even though we don't want to use the word communist, we're more communist and totalitarian in these countries because we want to dictate and control every aspect of, of the inhabitants' lives and, you know, down to their value, their, their wealth, their money, you know, with these CBDCs. I hope there's places to bug out to that actually are Bitcoin friendly and, you know, rights and responsibility of people and respect private property and respect individuals' property and individuals' rights. And to me, that is a, where, where you have freedom, it's a more loving, happy environment too. And, and the way we're trending as America, it's towards the other way, towards the totalitarian, insane society that, I want no part of, and I don't want my children as a part of that, you know, because that's that's crazy. That would be a miserable life. Well, you know, I, I don't think there'll be a lack of people who sign up for that, though. Um, oh, for sure. 100%. Hey, I will gladly give away all of, you know, I'll give you all control for security. Yep. Um, you know, with with and Bitcoin is a great example of it, right? Yep. You, you want to self-custody and be sovereign yourself. Mm -hmm. You got to put in the work, right? You yep. have to understand how it works. You have to take care of, of doing so. It's not easy. It's not, I mean, there's work that you have to do in order to have that freedom. And, and some folks just, I don't know that some folks will just ever. Yeah. Well, you know, you're talking about, it's universal basic income is, is the word you were looking right. for. And people, people are happy to get on that gravy train. But unfortunately, 
that won't last forever because you need to produce in order to succeed. People have to work and, and produce like food and produce clothing and housing and cars and everything we need in society to survive. So um, what I see going on in America now is it polarizing more and polarizing not just uh, politically and ideologically, but people are actually moving, physically moving to uh, places where there's like-minded people uh, mm -hmm. like them, which um, I don't know if it scares me or if it's a good thing or what, but if you end up in a world where you have these people who think, yeah, we can just print money and hand it to people and they don't need to go produce anything. They don't need to work. They don't need to. Guess what, guys? Your part of society will fail because who's going to feed you? Who's going to clothe you? Who's going to keep you warm? Who's going to fix your roof? Who's going to do all this stuff? You know, it's, it's, it's impossible. It's not going to happen. So uh, I hope it doesn't come to that, but the stupidity in this country is just mind-boggling and around the world. Like it's, it's, it's like uh, Canada. Canada is a great example. I was raised there, but it blows my mind that they reelected that fool because he's another one of these like, you know, oh yeah, we can just, his solutions are idiotic and they sound great. It's like, oh yeah, you can just get paid to sit on your ass in front of your TV and watch television, but guess what? If we rolled the clock back to caveman days, if you couldn't just sit in your cave and draw cave pictures all day, or you would, you know, you'd freeze to death and you'd starve to death, you know, and, or an animal would get you, you, you have to, and these right. rules still apply today, guys. Hello. Like the rules don't go away just because, you know, it's 2022. We still need as humans to produce. We need to, to give back something of value to uh, fellow humanity in order to survive, in order to thrive. And that's not happening. Well, I think one of the other things that, that we're seeing at the moment with, with social media and the news in general is that there is a large number of people who are going to work and, and take care of their business and doing all those sorts of things and just want to be left alone. Yep. And you don't hear that because they're yeah. busy going to work and taking care right. of their life and want to be left alone, right? Yes. So I, I don't think it's nearly as, uh, you know, lopsided as as you might get the impression. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's with a lot of the stuff, you know. That's a great the, point. The, the percentage of people with that are gender dys dysphoria mm -hmm. is very small compared it's minuscule. to the yeah. noise that's coming from from that right you know, side yeah. of, the, of the news yeah that's a good point uh patrick i think it's maybe a squeaky wheel scenario where you know yeah. the whole car is running fine but it sounds like shit because you have a rock and a bearing on the front left wheel and uh, that's actually a very good point it, it, even in the area we live up here I mean, I know hundreds of gun-toting people that would be at your beck and call if shit hit the fan to defend, you know, this chunk of space up here. But if you go to certain other areas where it's a lot different, I think they'd be more apt to just sit back and roll over and uh, just <laughs> take it like a champion, you know, like go ahead and, oh yeah, I want the UBI, you know, 
I want, yeah, let's cool. Oh, let's do that. And let's, you know, and not, and not worry about the facts and not fight for morality and what's right and freedom and love and hope and peace and all the wonderful things in life. But they'd just, Hey, I want to pick the easy route and go for it. And I think that's, you know, another example of maybe the whole polarizing of America where, you know, like-minded people are physically moving to, to areas where there are more like-minded folks. And I think thankfully we're, although we're in California or whatever it's called, um, <laughs> we're in an area of it that is actually um, very conservative. There's a lot of people here that, you know, like I say, you can shake their hand and they'll shoot you straight. You can, you know, believe them, trust them, and they're, they'd have your back if, if shit hits the fan and, you know, like whatever the worst case scenarios would be, they would uh, group together and, uh, you know, fight for one another, protect one another, feed one another, help each other. other. Yeah, yeah. Take care of each other. So uh, that is a positive about where we live physically, but with a, with a government gone berserk with a government where they're going to start having more and more control due to technology, due to, you know, being able to listen in on your conversations through your phone and look at you through social media and all these other ways that they're eavesdropping on you and freeze your bank account. I mean, that's just really a huge, huge, huge red flag. So, I mean, like I said before, I don't want to live in a society like that. And I don't want my offspring to have to deal with that insanity because that's well, only going to trend. There aren't worse. too many people who do, right? right? I, people yeah. don't want that sort of a thing, right? Yeah, and, yeah. You know, if you look at, at some of these cities like San Francisco, right, they, they put up with a lot. They're, they lean to the left. Okay, that's, mm -hmm. you know, I got no problem with that. You right. Know, then they... they uh, you know, put in their their district attorney who stopped prosecuting people, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden Walgreens and Starbucks are closing up business because it's right. just freaking dangerous, mm -hmm. right? So they they recalled the the district attorney, yeah, right. They, they're recalling school board, yeah, that's good, and, and that sort of thing, right? Again, I I think we, it's a bunch of frogs in the water, and all of a sudden they they cranked the heat up and, yep. and the frogs woke up and said wait what the heck is going on here yeah so, that's yeah, true that's a good it's point not, it's not as bad as you might think I don't, yeah I, yeah I don't think it is. yeah i think that um the vast majority is still um the silent good moral you know majority like like you're saying and i think it's it's we're hearing a lot of noise out of a smaller uh, section of, and and I, I really am one of the people that believe that the media really is is way off in left field and way out of base. And I think we should just get them back to reporting facts and then letting people <laughs> decide for themselves where to go. Because ultimately, in order for humanity to progress for you know millions more years we need to work together we need to this is kind of like a bad marriage where we're picking out everybody else's faults and differences and doing that you're gonna find those things because we're just humans we're gonna find like oh this guy's an asshole because of this and this and this and it's like yeah you're right but in order to really uh, make this work we have to see the good in one another and and look at the um, positives and look at the good and look at 
the I, things we want to do together and, and I was in order to succeed about something along those lines today right because i'm i'm on twitter and and it was mostly just my computer things and folks that i would follow and i started yeah. some bitcoin things and and getting connected with the bitcoin folks has led me to a lot of other really motivating and positive people it, yeah it, yeah yeah as a group the the bitcoiners are just really awesome folks yeah um the other really cool thing is that this is is something that is used in in third world countries right it's it's bringing the stuff to to those folks to the unbanked people right yes. they, folks there's there's folks that don't have a bank account right right they don't have a debit card and and this helps and it's a lot of people it's a lot more yeah. people in that boat than in the in our little first world oh, for sure oh my god i can't afford an electric car kind of world yes you know that's a so good point it, it, there there's a lot of good that that can come from it uh, yeah aside from from being a store of value for us yes. privileged people yeah. i think so i yeah. think there is I think that's a much better way to cap it yeah. than uh, <laughs> where we were hanging it before. Now. It was, yeah, <laughs> now we have an ending. So on that note, I think maybe um, I'll let you go eat some dinner. Plus